Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Save the Good Girl podcast with Erica, your girl E, your girl Beyonce. I mean, whatever works for you is fine with me, to be honest. I mean, I'm not judging. So when you are feeling ill, where do you go? To the doctor. When your car isn't working, where do you go? To the mechanic. If your phone isn't working, you call your service provider to troubleshoot it or you just get a new phone. The question is, what do you do when your soul is interrupted? What do you do when your motivation is down or a disruption happens in life and you just find yourself at a place of confusion? You know, what do you do? Where do you go for the soul re-enhancement? We're going to talk about that and more on the Save the Good Girl podcast. Stay tuned. What I've learned is that when you're doing a podcast, you need to have a lot of water next to you because all of this talking and editing, I mean... Water on deck. All right. Here's the thing. Life is going to have so many disruptions. Death, losing a friend, losing a job, internal struggles, loss of motivation, loss of excitement, dating struggles, being single struggles. We're going to get to that. Okay. We're going to, we're going to, that's a whole episode. We'll get to that. Um, But there's so many things that can happen that just throws us a curveball that completely disrupts us and rocks our core. And the reality is this, crisis doesn't discriminate. It doesn't matter if you're older, younger, middle age. It doesn't matter if you graduated from kindergarten or graduated from um, a master's program. It doesn't matter. It does not discriminate. When you think about things that are just happening in the world, you know, the things that children have to experience, the things that we see, and you're like, wow, I could never, I can't even think or even dream of this happening to anyone that you even know. And you hear people's stories and you're like, I cannot believe that you overcame something like this. So the truth is, crisis does not discriminate. And also, even though We may have similar struggles in terms of the theme may be the same. So if I say heartbreak, maybe a handful of people can understand what that means. And not just on a relationship level. Your heart can be broken by anything. A loss of a pet, um, you know, your family dynamic, um, being heartbroken by something that someone said to you that really, really hurt you. So heartbreak is just a universal, I think, um, a universal feeling and emotion that I think many of us go through where something really just rocks you to the core. And if you didn't experience that yet, I hope you don't, but if it does, you know, this can probably help you. Um, and also just understand that the details are very different. My heartbreak story with the guy, it could be completely different from yours. You know, I can tell you something that rocks your core, but you could tell something something to me that rocks mine. So we have disruptions in life that will happen. You wake up, you had a really great day, and then boom, something happens. And what I'll say is this, when that something happens, I truly believe that you have to let the pain settle. I don't believe in escapism. I don't believe in being fake about it. Like, yes, I'm fine. I'm strong. I'm good. I'm this. No. You have to sit in that pain and we'll we'll get into that in another episode, but you got to sit in the pain sometimes. You have to let it naturally pass you by. Now, in this episode, 
what we're really going to talk about is what is the anecdote? Like before I told you that if you're sick, you go to the doctor. If your car isn't working, you go to the mechanic. So what is the anecdote for your soul? What is the medication for your soul? And the truth is, it's very, very simple. It's gratitude. And uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about gratitude. Um, There's a Harvard study that I read that was really great. I'm going to share that with you and the importance of that. And just talking more about gratitude and how important that is. And although it may not solve every single thing physically, spiritually, and internally, it definitely will. Gratitude is so important because it literally nourishes and guides the energy. And one thing I'm pretty sure you have heard or seen or have some interaction with or someone has said was you have to protect your energy. You have to protect your energy. My thing is, after you have protected your energy, what happens after that? Once you have guarded your energy and you're like, whew, all right, this energy got protected now. We're good. We are good to go. What happens after you protect your energy? What happens? Um, just an example, like when you're protecting your child, you still have to nourish your child. You still have to guide your child. So something that I think that's a bit complicated when it comes to energy is the fact that once we protect it, we think that's all we need to do. And the truth is you need to nourish your energy and you need to guide it. And the way that you nourish your energy is by gratitude. That's how you nourish it. And you guide it by the way you move, the way you act, and just your your whole your whole positivity around that. But you have to incorporate gratitude when it comes to any sort of revelation. And this is why I wanted this to be episode number two, because I feel like it's extremely important to understand the magnitude of gratitude. And I think that, again, you hear the protect your energy, protect your energy, but we don't talk about nourishing that. When something happens to you, you take a pause When something happens to your life that disrupts you, it pauses you and it makes you stop and think we are constantly on the go. I have to get ready. I have to go to school. I have to go to work. I got to feed the kids. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to, you know, meet with this person. I have a meeting here. I have to go to the nail salon. I have to do my hair. I have to cook. It's it's just never ending. We we just always have something to do to keep us so occupied. And that's all right, right? Because we're, we're living, we have things to do. We're human and that's fine. However, Have you noticed that when you have a disruption in life, what it does, you stop, you think, you assess, you reassess, you talk about it, you cry about it. You are in this place of vulnerability. You are vulnerable. And at that point, you have a pause and you can feel the pain. You can sit in that pain, but eventually when you start to get yourself back up to crawl and i'm not talking about running we all i always hear you know you got to walk and you got to run and you got to crawl like no we need to actually stretch no one talks about that whether you're crawling or not whether you decide to i've never seen a person deciding to run a marathon and not stretch no matter how you're going to train so before we uh walk power walk and run One of the first things you need to do is do a proper stretch so you don't injure yourself, okay? Gratitude is like the equivalent of stretching, okay? You need to incorporate that when you want to move forward in a positive direction in your life after life has been disrupted. It will ensure that regardless of what happens, you can have internal protection with your soul. 
that will be okay. Things will rock you. Things may happen, but you can always, always fall back on that. There's so many daily things that we take for granted on a regular basis. The fact that you're listening to this right now is a gratitude entry. The fact that you can hear, the fact that you have devices to give you access to this episode, the fact that you either paid your phone bill or paid your electricity bill or paid for internet to listen to this right now, that is a gratitude feature right there. There's a lot of people who still don't have access to the internet, and you do because you're listening to me right now. And there's a lot of people that can't hear, that can't see, and you do, you can. I mean, I don't know if you can't see, but from I know that you can hear it because you're listening to me right now. So there's so many things that we take for granted on a daily basis due to the things that happens to us in our lives, the disruptions that happens in our lives that will happen. It will happen to us. However, it's not something that's going to stain us forever. We will overcome that. And gratitude is a way to just smooth it over because you're focusing on what you have now, not what you lost and not what you lack. It's what's happening today, right now, this second, every breath you take, everything that you're doing is something that you can be grateful for. Everything that you're doing right now. And again, I think people really focus on protecting the energy, but not really talking about nourishing it. And sometimes we just can't take it personally. We, we need to take it spiritually. There literally is a reason for everything. We may not understand it as we're going through it. We may not understand it in 10 or 20 years. In some cases, it will come to you why this happened to you. Because sometimes a lot of things that happen to you happen for you. And internal movements guides external experiences. What we do and how we feel and how we think about ourselves internally will automatically, you don't even have to do anything. You don't even have to do anything. The way that we feel about ourselves internally and how we treat others internally, your external experiences will automatically change. I can guarantee and promise you that it will change. The people that you encounter will change. Your experiences will change. You start to realize that people are just doing things and things are just working out for you. And that's because your energy has shifted. And the way that we have to get the energy to full gear, we need to get that energy together is by gratitude. And I really wanted to focus on episode two on gratitude because I think that we all have gone through so many things and I I can't name them all, but I do feel like, and I have personal experience of what gratitude and just being truly grateful, what it really, really can do for you to turn this around. And I wanted to talk to you guys about this wonderful Harvard article that I read And it was really, really great and had a lot of great studies. And I want to get into that. So let's get into that right now. So yes, I was telling you guys about this wonderful article that I read from Harvard. And I wanted to kind of go into, you know, I talked about gratitude. I talked about how powerful and how impactful it is, but I never defined it. And according to the Harvard Medical School, gratitude is derived from the word the Latin word, gratia, which means grace, graciousness, or gratefulness. 
In some ways, gratitude encompasses all of these meanings. Gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. In the process, people usually recognize that the source of the goodness lies at least partially outside themselves. As a result, gratitude also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or a higher power. So let's just dissect that really quickly. With gratitude, it's almost never about you, (laughs) right? You're literally being grateful for others. You're literally being grateful for what you have. We all are connected together. We all work together. Something you said or watched or experienced or a friend or your partner or a family member or your coworker can say something to you that really, really resonates with you. And you feel extremely grateful for that. So when I saw that definition about great graciousness and just being in that graceful state and being graceful, when you're in that state, in that presence, you know what you are? Warm, soft, less tense, a little bit more open, Gratitude really helps you open up. And in one of the Harvard, they did a couple of studies. And one of the studies that I saw that they did was with couples. Excuse me. They did a study with couples. And they realized that gratitude can really improve relationships because couples found that when they have, when they're able to express gratitude for the partner, they felt more positive towards the partner and they felt very comfortable expressing their concerns in their relationship. A lot of issues in relationships, communication. A lot of issues in relationships is misunderstanding. When you're able to have gratitude and you express that appreciation for that person, you are then able to have and to just kind of be more vulnerable with them. You're able to be more compassionate. And when you're compassionate, you can be vulnerable. You can definitely be vulnerable, compassionate, being in a compassionate place, being in a place of grace and calm then your partner feels like, you know what, this person, I'm really grateful for them. I really love them because you start to notice all the great things about them and not be so nitpicky of everything else. So you you just in the space of like, wow, you know what, I really, really love this person. I really, really care about this person. And I have an issue with this. And because of the fact that you're so grateful to your partner, they have also changed. (laughs) You know, they have also changed. So I think that it's really important to understand how gratitude can also strengthen your, you know, your relationships with your partner. In another study, they found that they asked, I think they did a study with a group and they asked for daily, just asking them to write what they're grateful for, for 10 weeks. And after doing that study, they realized that the people who wrote what they were grateful for for 10 weeks were optimistic and felt better about life. Just writing what they're grateful for every day for 10 weeks. They didn't specify like how many things they had to say they were grateful for, but just just knowing what they were grateful for for 10 weeks, they were happier. They did another study and realized that managers who remember to say thank you to people who work for them and employees and it just showing that gratitude motivates them and makes them feel happier. They did a study where they had um, a group make calls to the alumni to get donations. And when the manager 
spoke to them and gave them a pep talk when the director of annual giving spoke to them and said she was grateful for their efforts, the university saw that the employees who heard her message received, they were able to have 50% more fundraising calls than those who did not. So there's so many effects with gratitude, whether it's with your relationships, whether it's with your professional and professionally, there's so many benefits to that. I remember when I was working for <clears throat> an advertising agency and I was working on a project and I was so like, I was working late and I was just so excited to get this done. And I'm like, okay, I'm really going to impress this person because I'm just going to do this project. I'm just going to give it my all. When I was on the project, you know what this person said to me? Thanks. That's it. <laughs> like, I was just like, thanks. What? So what do you think that does for your motivation? What do you think it did? I mean, <clears throat> you're still going to do your job, but is your motivation going to be as high? Are you going to go above and beyond? No, because when you did, it wasn't noticed. And the truth is people want to feel validated. They want to feel heard. They want that. So the truth is when you don't give acknowledgement through gratitude, it really causes a disruption in your productivity as well. Because everybody wants to be heard, everybody wants to be validated, and everybody wants to be valued. These are universal characteristics that we all need, we all want. So when you just say, thanks, not even like, you know, Erica, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. I'm going to look over this project. We'll go, even if it wasn't up to par, acknowledge the effort that I took to actually finish this. You did it. So gratitude can really affect your whole dynamic. It can really affect your whole presentation with others, whether you are the manager, whether you have your partner, whether it's just within you. They, are, they also did a study about divorced women and when they kept a gratitude journal that they also felt like they were happier. You know, So they did a couple of studies about students and children who write thank you letters to someone who made a difference in their lives, it really made the other person happier, which and then which in tune makes them happier as well. The one thing that I thought that was so interesting about this study, which is so important, is that one thing was the findings suggest that gratitude is an attainment associated with emotional maturity. So if you are a petty person, this is going to be challenging for you. If you are angry, if you're holding on to something, if you are not forgiving, if you are just like, I'm not doing this because they did this to me and they did that to me. If you're in that state of mind, this is going to be hard. This is going to be really hard. The key thing that I that I thought that was so interesting was you have to have emotional maturity for all of this to make sense, for all of this to work, for you to truly see the power of gratitude, your emotional state of mind has to shift. You cannot be have a grateful state of mind and be petty. You cannot have a grateful state of mind and be jealous and be hateful and wish bad upon people and all. It's not going to work. The formula is not going to work. So having this process of like, all right, let me just shift myself. And when you do, all of the things that I've mentioned will happen. 
you will start to see a shift in how people treat you when you treat people the way you truly want to be treated. When you really show your appreciation for people, your gratitude for people. When was the last time you really thanked a friend for something they've really done for you? Something that really, really resonated with you. I like to send random text messages to people all the time. Like, you know what? Thank you for being my friend. And sometimes my friends will be like, okay. Or I'm just like, you know, thank you for this to my family members. Like, I really, really appreciate it because I do. And then when you show your appreciation, it goes back. And then this person feels like that and they want to do better. They want to give more, whatever that is, whether it's more advice, more love. And it's just like, you don't understand the power of how important it is for yourself, but more importantly, what it does for other people. Like it really does a lot for other people. And um, I had experience with that where I was in a moment where I was definitely down. I've had moments where I was definitely down, whether it was insecurities, whether it was a transition in my career, whether it was, um, you know, (laughs) a man. You know, a man. Um, and I've had I've had moments. I've had moments where I didn't want to do anything. And I purchased a gratitude journal. And what I've come to realize from my experience is that when I write in the gratitude journal and I'm reminded of the things that I'm grateful for, it definitely makes a difference for me. And the truth is, with gratitude, you have to focus on what you have and not what you lack. We will get back to this fabulous episode, but I just wanted to let you know that you can find Save the Good Girl on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. There is also a chance for you to be featured on the show. Check out the link in the description to send me a voice message. In addition to the podcast, did you know that Save the Good Girl has a blog? Be a part of VIP by subscribing to the email list on savethegoodgirl.com. So many options to stay connected. All right, let's get back to the episode. Did you hear that? You have to focus on what you have and not what you lack. Yes, I had to do that one more time. (laughs) Gratitude is focusing on what you have and not what you lack, not what you lost, not what you think really, what you think destroyed you. Because as long as you're breathing, you're still here. And you still have a purpose. Gratitude allows us to focus on the now and not focusing on what we think will make us happy if we obtain something tangible or intangible. It allows us to breathe and stop and take a look. Literally, take a look wherever you are, whether you're in your car or in your room or working, wherever you are, just take a look and just stop for a moment. And really take an assessment of what's around you and just be grateful for this moment. This is really, really what I want to get through. And we can express gratitude in so many ways. And we can apply it to our past and think about any past blessings that we've had, anything that really resonated with us, that really, like a very fond memory. Like, wow, I'm really grateful that. I was able to play double dutch with my friends or I was, I'm really grateful that I went to prom with this person or I'm really grateful that <clears throat> I was able to get into this college and have these experiences or I'm really grateful that I didn't go to college and pursue another dream of mine. There's so many ways for us to, to just be grateful for ourselves. We can also be grateful in the moment. 
just today, like I just stated, like just today as of right now. And then we can be optimistic for the future and be grateful for what's to come. Not looking at it like, I don't know if this is going to happen. How's this going to happen? Gratitude also eases, eases anxiety, even if it comes to your mind, because I tend to do that too. Like I think about, oh my gosh, when is this going to happen? This hasn't happened. I'm not sure if it's going to happen. Like my mind, it goes everywhere. It does. It keeps me up at night sometimes. And I'm just like overthinking. When you practice gratitude religiously, it forces you to just think about now and think about the what ifs on the positive side. It's just saying, what if it does, what if it does happen? What if everything works out? And we don't really do that naturally. Like, I don't think a lot of people do that. We just tend to, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like very frantic um, for some people. But then it's like, what if it does work out? What if it does? Like, I'm so grateful and I'm so grateful for what's going to happen. In my gratitude journal, I started writing about future things as if it already happened in my gratitude journal, literally. Like, I'm so grateful for my husband. He's not here yet. We're going to get to that. He's still in traffic. But I said that I was really grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for his sincerity. I'm grateful for his his um, God-fearing ways. I'm grateful for how protective I feel around him. I'm grateful how he protects me and not just, you know, physically, but just mentally, spiritually. I feel protected when I'm around him. I'm just grateful for So literally I'm I'm going through all the things that I'm grateful for in my partner. I'm going through all the things that I'm grateful for before it already happens. And it's so important to understand that we can start cultivating that. And right now I just want to get into seven steps that I think we can take today to start really putting our gratitude into practice. So let's get into that. Let's get into that right now. So we understand what gratitude is. We understand the importance of gratitude. So how can we have the routine for the soul? As I've stated earlier in the episode, what do you do when your soul is disrupted? What do you do? How do you get there? And I'm going to give you seven simple steps that you can take today to actually get there. The first step is to write a thank you note, a thank you text, a thank you email, a handwritten note to anyone today, right now. It can be for anything. It could be for someone who just said, how are you? It could be for the person who made your coffee. It could be for the um, food that you were able to get and you're just really grateful for that. Just send a thank you text, a note, or an email to anybody. It could be the person who hired you. It could be the person who mentors you. It could be your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your friend, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle. I mean, literally anyone. But send them a quick message and letting them know how grateful you are for them. The second thing, as I've stated that I do, is to write in your gratitude journal. Write in it daily. Write about five to 10 things that you're grateful for. You can even say like, I'm grateful for breathing. I'm grateful for seeing. I'm grateful for eating. I'm grateful for the fun time I had today with my partner. I'm grateful for cooking eggs this morning. Like just find 10 things, five to 10 things that you're grateful for on a daily basis or at least on a weekly basis. The third thing is for you to count your blessings. You can also reflect on your blessings, reflect on everything that happened, even in the past. You can definitely add that too. And you can kind of incorporate that with your gratitude journal. But if you just want to get more on a broader aspect, you can count your blessings. The fourth thing is either you can pray or meditate. Courage is fear and prayer all in one. 
you may feel like very strong, but you, you may not feel like you have courage. So you want to pray. You want to have that quiet moment. You just want to be still and connect with God or be still and connect with yourself or the universe. The fifth thing is to pause for a moment before doing anything. Pause before reacting. Pause before just really getting upset. Pause because everything that's happening to you is happening for you. And that's something that like I still have to remember. But before you react, pause and find somewhere, shape or form gratitude in that moment. Find gratitude in that moment that your body is able to move. You know, your lungs are pumping blood. Everything in your body is moving the way it should. Just find gratitude in that moment. And the seventh thing is to congratulate yourself for every progress that you have. Be grateful for you, for trying, for listening to this, because you're one step closer to being better. And one step closer to really igniting someone else. So I feel like these are the seven practices we can literally start today to really put us in a healing moment, put us and just change our perspective on what it really means to be grateful and how this really can help us and how this really can shape our future mentally, which will do so many things, like so many things physically, and you will start to see a difference. And I think if you put one of these things into practice, even if you just sent a text or you wrote one thing that you're grateful for, even on your phone, you will see a difference. And um, I really hope these steps help you. I would love to hear which which step really resonated with you? Definitely let me know and communicate that with me. But I do believe that if you follow these steps, you're on one step closer to your greatness. I can actually start right now with what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for technology. I'm grateful for the opportunity to have the internet so I can bring this out to the masses. I'm grateful for this microphone. I'm grateful for my voice and I'm grateful for the water that I was able to drink during this whole episode because your tongue gets really dry when you talk on this damn podcast all the time. (laughs) Even though it's episode two, I'm like, oh my God, I need water. Um, But I'm so grateful for that. And just know that whenever the world seems like it's just shaking, you can always lean on gratitude. You can always have an opportunity to say thank you. And I wanted to leave you with this quote. You don't need to be perfect to inspire others. Let people get inspired by how you deal with your imperfection. So just think about the little steps that you can do today and how that can drive someone else to to do better and also to be better. Thank you guys so much for listening to Save the Good Girl. I will see you next week. I feel like we're connecting. So let's make sure we're connected. You can find Save the Good Girl on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Did you know about the Save the Good Girl blog? Yes, there is a blog. Check out savethegoodgirl.com to subscribe to the fabulous VIP email list and be the first to know about new podcast episodes, new blog posts, and giveaways. In addition to listening to Save the Good Girl on many platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and many more, you can also subscribe to the Save the Good Girl YouTube channel if YouTube is more of your thing. There are so many options to stay connected and be a part of the Save the Good Girl community. For all updates, or if you just want to contact me to say hello, ask me a question, or send me a comment, check out the contact section on savethegoodgirl.com.